Hello and welcome back to another episode of that podcast. My name is Ryan Jakey, and as always, I'm joined by Sarah DeYoung and Pastor DJ Lura. Now, if you are listening to this on such things as the Spotify or the Google Podcast or the CastBox or things like this, shut that off and run over to YouTube right now. Because <laughs> we're going to have all sorts of pictures over there because... or. Listen to it where you're listening and then go watch it on YouTube. You could do both. Twice as nice. Sure, sure. Because (laughs) we have special guests today. We have Reese Lura. Hi. And Cora Melland. Hello. Yes, because you were both on the high school mission trip just recently. I believe so, yes. Yes, we were. How was it? One at a time. <laughs> Ooh. Wait, wait. Before we get into that, I just want to point something out. This okay. is important. This is a little bit of a segue. Oh, no. And I have something I want to share. Because Cora uh, warmed my heart uh-huh. when I found out that this is not it, the, the, the guy in the back of the room staring at us. This is not Ryan Elway okay. or John Elway. Sure. John Elway and Ryan Janke. Make Chuck Norris. Yes, That's that is true. that is, in fact, what I first thought when man. I saw said man in the corner. I was extremely exhausted. <laughs> you were exhausted. Yeah. So why? It, I have a photo of Cora after um, something in theater soaps. soaps yes, um, where Cora uh, before Ryan Elway became a thing. It was just John Elway. Yeah, it's yeah. just John Elway. It was just John Elway, and Cora is posing next to <laughs> the, uh, yes. Chuck uh, Norris. Chuck, Chuck. No- Chuck so Norris. Now Chuck Norris. So can I, can well, I tell you? still in Ryan's office. Can I tell you something? Yes. Chuck Norris doesn't read books. He stares, he stares them down until he gets the information he wants. Do you want to know something kind of crazy? <laughs> what? Chuck Norris doesn't do push-ups. He pushes the earth down. <laughs> you know what? Look at that. You know what? Time waits for no man unless that man... Is Chuck Norris. <laughs> hey, Sarah, did you know that if you spell Chuck Norris in Scrabble, you win forever? Uh, let's see. Hey, Cora, Chuck Norris breathes air five times a day. Hey, Dad. Hmm? Bits over. Oh, oh no, there's way oh, more. There's a, lot. there's a lot of yeah. Chuck Norris jokes. These are some really, really bad jokes. <laughs> In the beginning, there was nothing. Then Chuck Norris roundhouse kicked nothing and told it to get a job. Yep, Chuck Norris once round. <laughs> Chuck Norris once roundhouse kicked someone so hard that his foot broke the speed of light. <laughs> Chuck Norris has a mug of nails instead of coffee in the morning. So how was Alaska? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alaska was great, for the most part. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us yep. on that podcast. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, one at a time now. Tell tell go us. Ahead, Cora. T- yeah, go ahead, Cora. How was Alaska? Something fun that happened on Alaska was that Ryan. We couldn't wait like three <laughs> minutes into the program. <laughs> no. Ryan tore his Achilles. I. That or whatever is, happened. Uh, that, he has that, a that's boot. conjecture. Uh, that's, and that, that, yeah, that's, being recorded, it may be libel. Doing the uh, church clap. He <laughs> was doing the church clap. And he hurt himself. Yes. He had to go to urgent care. 
It was the emergency room. For those room. of you who aren't aware, the church clap is a dance primar- primarily made of just jumping. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the problem. Yep. All right. How is that a problem? Do, do I get a chance to defend myself? <laughs> no. <laughs> Moving on. Yep. Um, I can't really speak about most of our activities towards the end of the trip because I spent most of it sleeping. There you go. Yeah. Why? Because I was tired. We had a long week. We did have a long week, and it was in a different time zone. There was a Mm -hmm. lot of stuff that happened on that trip, including the March fiasco. Yes. That is a... That is... there, That's it, a lot. There was a lot of shenanigans. There was uh, it's injury. It's a can of worms and more. There was injury. There was all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. So we'll get into all of that. But what did you do there that was, like, significant? I lost my water bottle. <laughs> that was significant. But we'll put that in with shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what we did in Alaska was there were three groups-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there were three groups. One went to the downtown women's shelter, which was always the moms. The mom was, um, the blue water group. I think you're right. Clear water or something like that. It was blue. (laughs) Blue. Mm. Well, I was never going, can we stop moving the mic and just kind of have it in the middle and then just kind of like move our heads? Good point. Good point. Because when you moved your head, it went from loud to... It, the, the, okay, Reese, the, the, the problem is like this right here. Do you hear what's going on now? Do you see what I'm yes. saying? Yes. Okay. Right there. Yeah. Hey, Ryan, did you know that Chuck Norris can do a wheelie on a unicycle? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we worked with, yes, primarily three groups, right? We had the uh, New Hope. Was it New Hope Center? Yes. Yes, it was. New Hope Center and the women's, well, the downtown? The downtown women's shelter. Yep. And then we had the group that stayed at the church. Oh, yeah. We had a group that stayed at the church. Yes. and What did you do, Cora? Did you, did you stay at the church at all? The last day I did. And we cleaned and, windows. Oh, that's right. And we almost ran out of Windex. <laughs> you, were on, you were at the church the last day, too? I was. So we stayed uh, at Chugiak United <laughs> Methodist Church, which is a beautiful location. Hmm. It's a mouthful to say. It is. But uh, uh, to the north, um, so it's, it's set up like, well, it's Alaska, right? So there's like hills all over the place. But it's set up on a hill <laughs> next to the highway. And the story goes, now I don't know if this is fact or if this is one of those, are you guys all right? Yeah. I don't know if this is fact or if this is one of those uh, tales that they tell. But supposedly the guy who was going to pour the slab that the church was going on, the concrete slab, came out and they had everything all like set up which way it was going to go. And it was Mm -hmm. supposed supposed to, uh, the, the front of the sanctuary was supposed to face out to the highway or whatever. And uh, the guy showed up, and it was a crystal clear day, and you could see Denali, which used to be called Mount McKinley, from from where he was standing. So he decided to change the the layout so that when you look out the the big window in the sanctuary, you can see Denali on a clear day. It wasn't clear while we were there, though. Well, Ryan, yeah. which big window? Because there were multiple. The the one for the sanctuary where the cross was. 
There were crosses on both ends. Yes, yes, there were. There were. Well, when you're when you were seated, yes. and you're looking toward the altar. <laughs> okay. The cross behind yeah, the that altar. Yeah, that end. That end. Because on the other end, it was just a giant mountain. Yeah. Maybe it was. It was the closest mountain to us. Sure, it was. I don't know. I don't know what it was called. <laughs> Maybe the guy just didn't know what he was doing. He goes, "You know what? Shouldn't put windows on both ends. Hope for the best." Well, there were windows on both ends. Didn't he say huge. that he like he had it a certain way, but then he rotated it yes. so you could see Denali? Yep. Yeah. That's what they said. Yeah. So that's how they that's how they did that. So, but the the church was was really cool, but it needed a lot of work. And um, part of the work we did there was to uh, do some upkeep. So you guys washed windows the last day. Yes, yes, we did. Okay, and then um, the first day we did something kind of. Should we go there first, or should we talk about the plane ride? How was the plane ride? I wasn't there. I had to sit next to Ryan Jakey <laughs> for six hours. She did, Woo-hoo. including the little maintenance space. Torture. They, they start. <laughs> they started and stopped the airplane three times. Really? Mm-hmm. I was in Medora I was for starting a to get family concerned. reunion. <laughs> yeah. Co- uh, Cora, so I left a day late. <laughs> so okay. So there were twenty of us. There were sixteen youths and four adults. Yes. And, and Cora and Gianna. Dad. And John Mellon. John Mellon, my father. They they showed up late. John was yeah. was one of the leaders that came along. And then uh, Cora and Gianna, of course, were two of the Utes. And they showed up. We all left on Saturday. So we got on a charter bus. We did. Left Atonement. We drove to the airport. And then we got all checked in. And then we ate some lunch. Got on the airplane. And Reese... Had the privilege of sitting next to me for like six hours. I Excellent. did. I yep. did. We had fun well, though. I beat you in all of the games <clears throat> except for one of BS. That's true. Nah, we played. That. We played Uno. We played BS. When you say BS, you mean um, a bologna sandwich. E- yes. Right. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 Great uh, game. Did you do the square game? Uh, no, we did oh. not. But the De Youngs did. We so. did. We did. Um, we did. Uh, Go, go fish. We played mm-hmm. go fish. We did. With normal cards? With normal cards. Yep, did, did Reese win all the games? Did you also play Uno with normal cards? So, okay, so can I t- can can we time out I a had second? had Uno cards. Let's time out a second. Okay. Reese won all but one game. Yes. But I have found a common theme. I don't within, know what you're talking within about. The, within the Lura children now. I, I, psh, where the, rule, the rules now? the rules are fluid. <laughs> <laughs> and and suit the the Lura children because much like Dylan if with you, sticks. If, if you ask my father here, he will mm. tell you that although at what time I revealed the rules <laughs> were not all at the same time, the rules themselves never changed. So uh, when it when it suited her, she would all of pu- the rules that I stated. Were real rules. She would pull you the curtain. You may ask my father about that. <laughs> she, she pulled the curtain back a little bit more when the when revealing those rules suited her. Well, why didn't you uh, ask for the rules up front, Ryan? Well, I thought I did because uh, I said, "All right, let's take care of some ground rules here." But evidently, you have to ask specifically oh. uh, about this or that. Okay, you know, okay. I was I was getting a little worried if she would have won every game. I'm starting to think Reese is a bit of a card shark because last night uh-huh. she and I played. A game of speed. Okay. And I had her beat, man. I had one card left. Uh-huh. And somehow 
she pulled out the I mean she had like her whole deck and I had one card left. I was on fire. Yeah. And she won the game. Now, and then after that we played a game called Slap Sevens. Uh-huh. That can go on for years. Sure. Do you slap sevens? Yes. You oh. slap sevens. Okay. It's a lot like Egyptian war, but not. Okay. It's very oh. similar to that. Yeah. And I have the marks on my hand to prove it, but Reese ended up she I hit her down to two cards. Okay. okay. He did. And this is a game that's constantly moving, and you're mm-hmm. constantly grabbing grabbing cards. Sure. So she ended up beating me. Really? Yes. So I will I will uh, let you know another theme. So Dylan has refused to play sticks with me since the day I beat him. Oddly <laughs> enough, after Reese lost, there was no more cards played on that airplane ride. Funny how that works. <laughs> yeah. Reese! See, see, um... I, <laughs> I, you know what, Ryan, <laughs> I think that you are just so unwilling to accept most defeat that the moment you win, you point the finger at me as a sore loser. No, no, no. I, it, it, uh, the logic of that is, is really bad. Yeah. That's <laughs> I could that's, see it though. That's you crazy. Know, you, you got your one win and yep. So what, time to go home. But you know what else we did that was cool on the plane ride? And then we'll get to the actual uh, service stuff. Do that you want to know about my plane ride? We'll get to that in a second. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we also did a, a game where uh, I drew a circle and then we on a on a notepad and then we passed it around to everybody in our group and everybody drew a part of a face on there. So nice. we, we included the whole group and then we played, I drew a nose. You did. <laughs> Yeah, but it was more like a Nike swoosh. <laughs> it was a very quick nose. Yeah. So we played a lot of games like that. How long were you actually in the air? Five, it's a five and a half hour flight. Six hours. Did yeah. it feel like 8.30 in Alaska? Like, no. Like, it, it's crazy. And I'm going to post pictures. Uh, I'm going to post a picture of it was 11.15 on our, on our first or second night there. And the sun was setting. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was pretty cool. Wow. The sun didn't fully set until I believe three o'clock in the morning. Uh, yeah, two ish, two thirty. Yeah, but yeah, that that was that was something to get used to. Oh, like I'll bet having it bright, but it it wasn't as way weird as I thought it would be. Well, you you told me yesterday it would set, and and if you watch the the um, what do you call it, the sunset line the horizon, the horizon, it would like. Go to the right a little bit, then come back. Uh, so yeah, it would it would dip below the horizon, then come back up. So, but the nice thing for the guys was we were in the basement. So oh, nice! It, it was pitch black down there. So this is this is how it was. There was uh, twenty of us total. Eventually, Cora and Gianna and John were not there the first day, night. There was an earthquake one night. There was an earthquake. One yeah. Night. That's true. I did it not- was a 4.7 in the bay that we were staying, like, near. Jeez. And yeah. we didn't get, like, the 4.7 yeah, earthquake. We got away. the aftershock. Mm-hmm. But the guys in the basement didn't feel it at all because they were in the basement. Right. But I was still awake. Reese, Reina, and Gianna were sleeping. This was five minutes after Lights Out. I was asleep. Yeah, I didn't. Five minutes. I was downstairs, so I didn't feel it either. Yes, and so there was this aftershock, and I didn't know what it was. I thought someone had just run up and down the hallway in front of our room, and so I sat up, and Natalie was already sitting up, and she went, "What was that?" (laughs) 
And I said, I have no clue. Okay, now that is uh, scary. Someone I, whispering yeah. in, in the middle of the night, what was that? <laughs> what was that? Well, it wasn't What's pitch the- black outside, oh. so I could like see yeah. her sitting up. Hey, everywhere. Uh, so Reese brought up a good, a good point. So uh, they have these pelican guides. This was one of the things that we did on the trip. In the pelican guide, there was all kinds of neat stuff, but every day we had a new devotion. Do you guys remember the the story that we covered? Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. The story of Joseph. Yep, we did uh, uh, five or six days of that. My mind immediately went to Joshua. It's not the same person. No, 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 not at all. Yep, so we talked about uh, Joseph's whole story about dreams and... And uh, being thrown in the pit and sold into slavery oh, yeah. and, and uh, yeah, all that stuff. So we did devotions every day. So that was kind of neat. And then we would do a, a debrief in the evening. We'd all get together and talk about the day and what we did and what we learned. And One cool thing um, during one of, I think, I think it was on Tuesday at the New Hope Center, they had... Um, the new hope center is like a food pantry. Mm -hmm. So Monday we helped like restock and like sort food and stuff. And, um, Tuesday they had people come in and like shop, but you didn't have to pay money for it. Sure. They just like put down your name and like, yeah. How many were in your household? I think. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but there was this one guy, because I was partnered with Sarah Whelan. I don't know if that's how you pronounce her last name. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I always thought it was Thumbs Whelan, up. but I'm wrong. Whelan, <laughs> yep. But no, I was partnered with her, and we had to be partnered with another person from our mission trip. Yeah. Because um, we were walking out with the people who were getting groceries and dropping groceries in their car. Okay. So then we had to be partnered with somebody sure. else, and we had to stick with them. And there was this one guy that needed help carrying his groceries out, and Sarah and I <coughs> carried his groceries out. And he told this. He told he kind of told us part of our te- part of his testimony, and um, Sarah said that she liked his shoes, and he went. Yeah, she, good shoes are really hard to find these days because my left foot is a half an inch shorter than my right one. And I went, oh, how did that happen? And he went, oh, well, it all started when I fell off of a three-story building roofing. Oof. And Yikes. I broke both of my feet and my wrist. And he had a bunch of surgeries on both of his feet and on his wrist. And he lifted up his sleeve and he showed me and Sarah like his scar. And it was like bad. Wow. It was a bad scar. Mm-hmm. And then he, after he mentioned the surgeries, he said, and that's why you don't roof kids. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you said, I agree. <clears throat> I will not be a roofer. Well, that day we talked to, to Jason. I can't remember what his title is at that. He's uh, the director is of the, something. The, yeah, he's the, the director. He um, He's the head honcho. Yes. <laughs> I, w- I talked to him for quite a while about Alaska and just like w- what it's like to live there and stuff. And uh, he was telling me, I asked him if they ever feel forgotten up there, you right. know, because right. it, it did not really feel like I knew we were in the United States, but it, did it feel like we were in the United States? No, not at all. I it didn't felt like f- another country. It did. There were mountains everywhere you look. 
In yeah. case you didn't know, Fargo does not have mountains. <laughs> That's true. Fargo is very flat. Yes. But it, it did feel like a different country altogether. Mm-hmm. And so I asked him, do you ever feel forgotten up here? And he said, no, not really. But he said during COVID, they felt like they were like... Isolated? In, in jail. Because they couldn't go anywhere. Yeah, you know, right. They couldn't drive into Canada. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, because Canada was locked down for two years. Yeah. And he said to fly somewhere, like uh, he had just been to Ohio, I think, to mm-hmm. visit family. Mm-hmm. And I think he said the tickets were like 1500 bucks. Oh, yeah. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. And, and he said that they were going to go for two weeks, but because of the price of the tickets, it was actually cheaper for them to stay an extra week hmm. and, and take that rate rather than come back in two weeks. Crazy. Wow. So I thought that was pretty interesting. But uh, that place was was uh, neat because there were a lot of different people that would come through, and uh, people could either um, go downstairs and shop for their food. So they had a little makeshift uh, grocery store set up. Um, or they could just like grab, grab and, and go bags, yeah. basically. Yep, there were bags already made up that they could just take and run. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was, I th- what, how many th- people did they say came through? Like 63, I think. 63. And, and that's, that's like, that's not as much as they normally have because they told us when we were working that there would be a low between the like morning part of it and the afternoon part of it mm-hmm. where the afternoon part of it would have so many people, mm-hmm. but it was just in a constant lull. So there mm-hmm. weren't like that many people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But during the first day that I was there, so Monday, this was when we were like preparing food. It was me, Natalie, my dad, Gianna, Jen and I, and Jason. Jason is his name. And yep. Jason assigned us to do gravel because in Alaska they don't use ice because it salt. they don't use salt. Oh, site <laughs> oh, salt for ice. ice. They don't use ice. salt for ice sure. because it melts the ice and then it's so cold there that it just refreezes mm-hmm. and mm. it just gets wow. slicker. So they is, use gravel because that gets embedded in the ice. Is and that what we do traction. here? Is that what we do here also? It, no. It, it depends on the temperature. So, Cora, what did you guys do to to prepare? Were you, like, putting the food in the bags on that Monday? I can talk about that. Sure. Um. (laughs) Go go right ahead. Cora was in mid-thought, like, (laughs) yoink. So, um, basically, when we got there, we were put into different groups. Sure. And I don't remember quite who was in my group. I know Kylie was in my group, and... Young John, not your dad, <laughs> and like a couple other people. Reyna was there at some point. Basically, what we had in my group, at least, we were in the place where the pantry was, but mm-hmm. we were uh, stocking food into bags for the grab-and-go food mm-hmm. or whatever. Okay. And it was basically like an assembly line we had. Oh, sure. Like uh, John would open the bags I'd put in like at one point I was putting uh beans in the bags at other points I was putting uh coffee mac and cheese and rice okay and we would just like go through and then at the end Kylie would tie the bags and then someone would carry it out 
Did you guys stock shelves at all? Yes, we did that so much. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Um, I did something different. Okay. On that Monday when Reese was doing like the bags and stuff, my group was doing gravel. And um, because the group before us, they had to sweep up the parking lot because they hadn't done that yet. And they put it into this big white bin. But this big white bin that they have is for bread. So that's how they get bread. So they can't have, they can't put bread in that bin when there's gravel in it. Sure. So then Jason assigned my group to dump that gravel out Mm -hmm. and like spread it across the alleyway. Um, Because that already had some gravel, but there were potholes. So we had to fill those with gravel. And that was, that was fun-ish, I guess. Right. (laughs) So. um, (laughs) It was definitely an experience, I'll bet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and one conversation that we had with Jason was, um, I can't remember who asked him this, but what it was like during the winter. Mm-hmm. And in TV shows, they portray it as a light switch turning off and it's just dark, but it's not dark because he explained it as how we have 30 minutes of dawn and 30 minutes of dusk. And then we have a lot of sun, but their entire day is all dawn, all dusk, with a little bit of sun, like really, yeah, okay, four hours of sun, I think, and then it's kind dusk. of that dusk or sure. that. What what is known <laughs> according to um, anyone who takes a driver's <laughs> test, the most dangerous time to be driving, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, is dawn and dusk. Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, I thought, are, are you done, Cora? I don't yeah. want to interrupt. Okay, I thought another neat thing that we did that I've never done on a mission trip usually. On the mission trips I've gone on, we get there later in the day on Sunday. So we're not there in the morning. But this one, we were there Saturday night. Uh, most of us were there Saturday night. So we were able to go to the uh, to the worship service on Sunday morning. I thought that was pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Um, and the pastor was going on a mission trip himself. So he wasn't there for most of the week, but he was there Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. And he asked us to lead uh, a children's time. And what was the song that we did, Reese? Do you remember? Nope. I will post a link. So the, the worship service is actually... Oh, wait, I remembered it. Okay. Um, it Like Waves of Mercy or whatever. Oh, waves yeah. Waves of mercy, waves of grace. Everywhere I look, yeah. I see your face. Yep. That I wasn't there for that. <laughs> you were not. I was in... You were probably in transit. Yeah. I was probably in my five-hour layover. Uh, <laughs> that it, was so much fun. <laughs> I bet it was. So yeah. actually, I will put the link to that worship service uh, in the description because um, they have it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So you can go oh, back cool. and watch it. So, so in that song, you guys do the whole, yeah. how can it be, how can it be, how yeah, can it be, the, how yeah. can it be. Did, we you did dance? all the actions. Nice. Yeah, we did. Na, 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 we did the na-na part, but we didn't do the how can it be. We didn't do oh. that. Okay. Uh, because we kind of forgot oh. a bit. So this was during a like a, a children's time. Yeah, I, I forget then, what they called it. I uh, I think it was probably just children's time. What is for each of you one thing that you learned either about Alaska or about God or about our group or about yourselves or one thing, or you can do more than one if there was more than one, but something that you learned on this trip. Yeah. Um, I learned that even if you 
can't see how your help, like what you're doing is impacting someone, it really is helping them. Because if we weren't there, like packaging food or um, helping him do the gravel and then Natalie, Reese, and I, we swept everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and then vacuuming and we painted a wall. We painted a couple walls. If we weren't there to do that, that would have probably taken them months because mm-hmm. that was John and Chippy and Grant, I think. They vacuumed. Natalie, Reese, and I, we swept. We swept the front steps and the front like ramp kind of thing, and then we swept... The side steps on the other side. We s- the, like, back alley. Yeah, we swept the back alley because that had chickpeas all over it. Really? <laughs> it was. Wow. I don't. I don't know why. Okay. Hmm. Um, either it was earlier that day or at some point before there was a giant truck that came in in that back alley that had like food mm. and they were uh like vegetables unloading it unloading it and uh like vegetables and like canned food and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and we had sorted through there but once they like cleared out that area there was still like stuff like stuff had Mm -hmm. fallen and like Mm -hmm. we were just cleaning that up Mm -hmm. sure Mm -hmm. i also learned that um what we do really impacts other people because there was this one instance this i can't Miss April, you weren't there. She, um, Sarah, like, connected, Sarah Huck connected with her, like, right away, basically. Mm -hmm. And so Sarah was partnered with Addie, and I was partnered with Sarah Wheeland. And um, what ended up happening was we had the guy that she was with, Sarah Wheeland and I, we had to take it out to the car to their car and he couldn't remember where the car was so then we kind of just waited with him Mm -hmm. and miss april came out and she was like you know where the car is right and he went no i don't and so then she found the car and we put the groceries in her car for both of them Mm -hmm. and then she asked if and then sarah asked if we could pray for her and so then Sarah prayed for her, and then she prayed. As When Sarah was done, she prayed for all of us, like, mm-hmm. individually, even though she had just met us and she knew nothing about us. She still prayed for us, and that was, that was definitely a moment when I felt very, very close with God because, like, even just meeting a stranger when they're so passionate about something, yeah. it's fun to learn about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's neat too when you when you have those God moments when you're serving other people, it's almost like the Holy Spirit just shows up. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And you feel closer to God too as you're helping this person. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Reese, how about you? Um like when like it's on the internet and stuff like that, it's kind of easy to just like see like all of these bad things happening and how like uh it feels like nothing's really being done and people are like hurting and nothing's people aren't being helped. But then like on this mission trip, like all of the volunteers at uh, the like food pantry 
were so willing and happy to be there and you could tell like they just they were very proud to be no like Bo yes like Bo <laughs> Bo was this Bo was this really 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 so for sweet. those playing the home game who didn't see that Reese and Cora are sharing a microphone yes yes and, we are and it's fun to watch them as this has been going on try to decide whose turn it is to speak into the microphone and and the it's uh, the the person whose turn it is to speak is the person without the microphone in front of them yes that's, that's what I found and so Reese yes. is talking and mentions something and a light switch goes off a light bulb goes off over Cora's head and she's like trying to get the mic and Reese looks at her and goes no, no. and then Cora says, Oh, and Reese was like, yes. And suddenly the mic switches to the other person. Anyway, right. yeah. that's what happened there. Bo was this really sweet old lady that um, drove a diesel truck. Yeah. She cool. drove a diesel truck. Cool. And she, she actually volunteered there first, I believe. Mm-hmm. And Jason, I think he got promoted and somebody had to take over his spot and Bo took over that spot but she didn't want to get paid at all okay but Jason was like if you're gonna work for New Hope you're gonna get paid she's like I don't want to get paid I really don't want to get paid she gets paid anyway but she doesn't like she doesn't like it yeah she's a cool lady she can she can do whatever she wants Mm -hmm. with that money if it's not needed for life oh also on not Thursday, Wednesday. On Wednesday, we had to sort through food, and there was the and Bo had Eli and Cody, and I think it was just Eli and Cody take down all of these cardboard boxes in the corner of the room. We had about five boxes of packaged Starbucks coffee, like in silver wow. bags. We had about five boxes of them, and they were really heavy. We had. 33 bottles of grenadine. Huh. It's a lot of Shirley Temples. Yeah, right? Grenadine it's, is like... So isn't it like, like cherry, cherry syrup? Yeah, yeah. cherry syrup for like drinks kind of, kind of sort of thing. And um, we did in fact <laughs> find a butterscotch jello package from 1987. Yum. <laughs> yeah. Still good, I'll bet. No. Can I finish my thought? Yes, you can. Yeah, go ahead, Reese. Yeah, okay. Basically, just like the the people there were very willing and happy to do what they were doing. And it was just like kind of refreshing to see that like even if people are like hurting and it seems like like there's nothing really being done, there's always people who are willing to help. Yeah. And... uh, get people food or right because what's interesting about that is a lot of the people who were serving there as volunteers started as people who came who who were uh, using the Mm -hmm. you know being served they were helped by the ministry right Um, there were even people who were serving there that um before um people from the community came in that weren't like working there came and got food there were even people serving there that still went and got food Mm -hmm. because jason had a time like set out for people who needed food 
but that worked there so they could get their food and not have to wait until the very end. Okay. Yeah. So, so uh, let me yeah. ask a question real quick, just to show my ignorance. Okay. And especially during COVID, how does all this, all these different foods get there? So I mean, was that ever explained? Do, do you have answers? No, I'm pretty sure they buy it. Well, sure. But <laughs> like, so, like Starbucks is not, is not produced right. in Alaska. Right. Yeah. So, um, it's got to get there via yeah. like through Canada or. Boats. Okay. Because. Traveling stuff through boats is a lot cheaper. Not by, like, it's still very expensive, but it's a lot cheaper than flying stuff. Right. Mm. Because if you try to fly stuff, um. So, well, (laughs) did did you mean how does it physically get there or, like, who donates it? Okay, so, like, like, okay, during COVID, Mm -hmm. everything was pretty much locked down, right? right? And now we have this supply shortage. So, it just got me thinking, like, they and I know Anchorage is, is like bigger. It's 300,000 people. So right. it's, a, it's a big city. Right. At, I, I don't know for sure. I guess to finish my thought here, in my imagination, I'm just like Alaska's the frontier. Mm-hmm. So I don't, th- I mean like, okay, I'm going to show more ignorance. Do they have things like Taco Bell uh-huh. and McDonald's, yes. all that, all yes. that yes, stuff? They do. Yep. Yes, Do they have anything that's uniquely Alaskan? What was that one place that had the like, we went to a place called Mama O's. Yep. We had fish. That was a mom and pop though, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean like yeah. like franchises that you wouldn't see here. Well, that- their Walmart was very woodsy. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. They- like, you know how our, our, whoa, you know how our Walmart is like angsty and it has like stone and everything and it's blue. <laughs> you called our Walmart angsty? Yes. Yes, oh. I did. I don't know what that means. And, <laughs> <laughs> and their Walmart is Cora's, very- Cora's very more of a target <laughs> person. <laughs> She looks I am down more on of a Walmart. <laughs> but no, there's the outside of theirs wasn't stone at all. It was it looked like a wooden cabin. Um okay. so that was new, I guess. So um, so then adding to that question then who who donates all this stuff? I'm guessing what I think it is is I'm guessing it's from the states down here. Okay. Not up there because that's Alaska's the only state up there. Yeah, but, right. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm guessing it's from the states down there. And it's like from food pantries. Okay. And they just kind of get boxes of food and they just kind of ship them there. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that um, a lot of the stuff that they have. They've had for a while. Yeah. Because so, like, yeah. they had um, different, like the pantry itself looked a bit like a tiny uh, um, grocery, grocery, grocery store, mm-hmm. but they had different rooms full of just like stuff, like canned goods and other stuff that they could store. Like right. with a lot of the canned goods, especially, they had like a way of like, if you were there and like you, how do I say this? Uh, the canned goods they still kept because it was technically still good sure. three years after it expired. Sure, yeah, sure. After the date on there, after yeah. After the right. date on there. If the, if it's it, sealed, I mean, th- there was. Uh, so I think they had a three-year number. Yeah, right? yeah. If yeah. it was like there were Past stuff twenty nineteen. Yeah, there were stuff there that we were just getting where the expiration date was. Yeah. Whereas butterscotch jello has a 50 year. Yes. Uh, or Twinkies. Yeah. End of the world stuff. Yes. Twinkies. There was, in fact, 
there was a package of mandarin oranges. <laughs> Ooh, that was that bad. That was gray. Yeah, that was bad. Wow. That was it a was throwaway. It was gray, and it was gross, and it was slimy, and it was like <laughs> two individual packages, too. Yeah. So it was weird. Something that I also learned was the uh, not not seeing, like, Corey, you mentioned yeah. not uh, actually... Like not do, seeing the impact that you have not, on people. Yeah, not seeing the Im- immediate impact. So I did get injured during the week. Doing the church club. And we, we will get to that. <laughs> but um I uh I couldn't I couldn't do anything. I couldn't walk or like do stuff. So I helped Jason um f- fill out envelopes with addresses like writing their address and then the the place where it's going to. And I just did that for who knows how long I did that. And then uh, Carlene was the site director mm-hmm. for, for our group. And I helped her enter receipts in that she was like three weeks behind on. And I was like, as I was doing it, I was like, <sighs> but then after we were done and the look on their face, like, you have no idea how much time yeah. you saved me here, right. and and I can focus on other stuff. That was pretty cool. I I think there's a couple things to take away from this trip. Um, one, when you're going to a place like Alaska, it reminds me a bit of going to like the um, the Appalachian Mountains. Sure, where you're dealing dealing with people where there may there may be poverty or there may be issues that we we easily overlook, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because we're thinking, going on a mission trip, I'm going to evangelize people, I'm going to build houses, I'm going to feed the hungry. Well, uh, sometimes the s- smaller things that we take for granted, you know, getting your hands dirty and helping your neighbor with their yard or something like that, you're sharing the gospel with people. Yeah. Um, the feedback that I've gotten from the trip is that just being there and seeing God's creation was just magnified the entire experience. Plus the time that you all spent together and the relationships that you built with each other and with the people you were serving. Well, you can see what's going on here. These two didn't even know each other before we left. Exactly. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely hasn't been one of my best friends for how many years? Seven? (laughs) I have lived here for four years. years. (laughs) I don't know. That is... Yeah. Seven. DJ, that is that, that is true. There was yeah. there there were there were kids. It, it happens on every mission trip that we go on. Right. You, you take that first picture outside the church, and everybody w- won't get any closer than you know <laughs> three. You got to have three inches of space between each other, and then you get back, and they're all hanging off off of each other. Yeah, yeah. It happens every trip, but um, and this was one of those again that was super cool, and yeah. and and it happened with. Um, groups of kids who normally you don't see together around yeah. the church, right? Well, and and with the fact that the kid, the youth, um, in high school are from what six different schools? Uh, so there was uh, or the- Cheyenne, Cheyenne, Davies, South, North, Oak Grove, uh, Moorhead, Oak Grove. That's yeah. six. If we get Shanley in there somewhere, we get get seven. But the point being is that they don't. A lot. Uh, yeah. Outside of their mm-hmm. their church life uh-huh. in the community here, you know, they all have their own school stuff. But at the the cool thing about mission trips is that you get to come together with those people who are in your church family and your church community, 
and and you grow deeper in those friendships, right? Yeah. As well as, what are you doing, Reese? <laughs> I'm waiting to speak. Oh. Can I mention one of the hikes that we went on? Sure. Okay. So my favorite hike that we went on was the <laughs> last one. Reese didn't go on it because it was cold and it was rainy and she was also sleeping. Okay. Well, where, where were you hiking to? A glacier. A glacier. Do you know which glacier it was? No. Portage. Portage. Portage Glacier. Yes. By Portage <laughs> we went, Lake. We went to that. We didn't actually hike up to the glacier, but we hiked to a stream coming from the glacier. And everyone who went on that hike got to drink from said glacier. you see the glacier in the distance? Yes. Yes, you could. Cool. And It was blue. Yeah. It was really cool. And um, everyone who went on that hike got to drink from the creek, the stream that was coming straight from the glacier, because it was coming straight from the glacier so it hadn't picked up any like bacteria because it was going so fast and it was it was like clean and it tasted really good and natalie brought her water bottle with and she ended up filling it up with glacier water Mm -hmm. and bringing it back to the van and anyone else who didn't go on um the hike got to go gift to to a gift shop yep i was also sleeping for that uh, <laughs> Reese, what I'm taking away is that you slept through most of Alaska. That's I, I slept through most of the end of Alaska. Yeah, the, la- yeah, the last couple days. Yeah, she, me, she was and, me and Ryan stayed yeah. in the van and we slept. Yep. And it was One, it was a nice nap. She was tired. I was hobbled. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what is there anything that surprised you up there? Or anything that you were like, I had no idea that Alaska would be like this. Or that the people that are here would be like this. Out of all the people I talked to, I only met one person who was, like, born in Alaska. That's Um, true. Yeah. yeah, A lot of the people who I met had lived there for, like, 20-plus years. Yeah, it's like a rarity. They they moved there from somewhere else. Yeah. They they weren't born there. hmm. It's it's rare for somebody to... A lot of them were either, like, the native people Mm -hmm. or... I met this one girl. Her name was Susanna. She, um... I don't know whether it was, like, she was, like, farsighted or something, but me and Cody, we, like, sat with her while she was waiting for her bus. Okay. Um, was she the one? She was the one with the walker. Oh. Yeah, so she had a walker, and me, Cody, and Sarah Huck helped her, like, go up the stairs, and then Sarah went back inside while me and Cody waited with her for her bus. Mm-hmm. And uh, during that point, we really got to talk with her about, like, her life and like what has her life been like and um it was like really interesting to hear her talk about like uh being born in alaska and like what her life's been like Mm -hmm. at that point so Mm -hmm. yes you may speak (laughs) piggybacking off of that um there's this one woman that sarah wheeland and i met um and she was a native Alaskan, and I asked her where she grew up, and she said, oh, well, I grew up in three different villages. I don't remember them, and I don't want to try to pronounce them because I know I'm going to butcher it, and (laughs) it's going to be bad. That's okay. But um, I asked her how she moved from village to village. She said, oh, well, my mom married my dad, and my dad is a teacher. Mm -hmm. And so then he moved around a lot, 
going to different villages and teaching kids like in school and stuff. So sure. then we moved with him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that's 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 really cool. Yeah. That is cool. <laughs> that is cool. It is cool. Did you know that the oh this isn't a Chuck Norris thing. Oh. This is this is actually a something else. The um Chuck Norris thing. Furthest Northern Just in case. Lutheran Church is in a village called Shishmarif right off of the Alaskan coast, and it's supposedly sinking into the ocean. So many of the oh, native people really? are moving. Yeah, it's the fir- there's a Lutheran church there. A friend of mine was the pastor there right out of seminary, and part of his um, call compensation is he got a snow machine. That's what we call <laughs> snowmobiles here. Okay. And polar bear repellent. Which is oh, a forty-five. Yeah. Oh, so we had bear spray with us. Yeah, we did, but and pro- we pro- weren't allowed to use it. No, we but weren't. Most likely for like minors. like grizzlies and Kodiak, mm-hmm. right? Do they have grizzlies up there? They have Kodiak. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, they do. They're even bigger. Yeah, but um, any polar bear warnings? Like, stay no, away. from... No, okay. we. You ma- guys, too south. Our warnings were mainly bear and moose. Mm. Yeah. We weren't allowed to go outside by ourselves, and I got locked out on the first night. Oh, no. The first morning. She did, yeah. That's I guess true. I'm just wondering what kind of bear. Like brown bears? There's bra- polar brown bears. bears. black bears. They do have polar bears mm-hmm. there, huh? Yeah. yeah. Wow. It, it's Alaska. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's Alaska. <laughs> Duh. Duh. Okay. All right. So there, there were some shenanigans that happened, and some of them revol- revolved around Marge Simpson. Go. Yay! Let's okay. hear about it. We were not involved. We oh. weren't, but we were innocent bystanders. Um, standards, standards, standards. Um, so basically, there were two sets of girls' rooms. There was one we Eli March. Eli took off out of the van, and Micaiah ran after him, hence tripping on something. That was Eli. Yes, that was Eli. She fell. She out of the van. She fully wiped out. Yeah, fell out of the van. And so that happened with March. That happened. And then it's the next thing I know. Um. Micaiah, not Marge is sitting safely in Micaiah's backpack, uh, on the plane ride home. Now Ryan, okay, you've you've held us in suspense, yep. yeah, this so, entire time. Yep. Do we want to play church clap just to really so, bring this in? Uh, I don't think. Story? We, I think we should. Hold on, hold I don't, before you tell your story. Yeah, yeah. Wrong one. Wrong one. No. Well, that, that's probably close enough. That's that's <laughs> my daughter. See how she misses the one. And oh yeah. So. Yeah. We we can't we cannot play church clap because I don't want YouTube to shut us down. Otherwise, I'd actually put the video on because it is on video. So if on if video? yeah, so if you're out there and you want to see it, let me know. Or I'd say if you're out there it, while you're listening to this, just pause this for a minute. Mm-hmm. It's on go video? watch church clap. Yeah, on YouTube. Okay, so yeah, so let's back up. There is a song by Lecrae called Church Clap. Yes. Great song. And people have turned that, uh, have made a line dance to go along with, with this. And so the way the line dance goes is most of the time. Step you, clapping. Yeah. You're, you're like uh, side to side, like side step, clap, side step, clap. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like the electric slide. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like that. But then once things get going. <laughs> or the you, boot scoot boogie. <laughs> once things get going, the way that it works is. It's uh, right, right, left, left, back, back, back back. with your right foot, step forward with your left foot, and clap. I thought you were just about to do the up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. I was thinking the same thing. It sounds like a video game code. Then you kick kick your right foot up and clap underneath it and twist a quarter turn and then start over again. Okay. So right, right, left, left, back, back, step forward, kick your right foot, 
Clap. 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 Quarter turn. 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 Quarter turn. Yes. So we had gone through this song like two or three times. Four times. Four, four times. So on my last time, it was right, right, left, left, back, bang. And I, I heard something and I felt something. Now, what it sounded like was earlier in the week, Addie and Grant were, were having this competition where if, you, if you're out there and you don't know, uh, Addie has a left leg and a right cannon. Yes. <laughs> uh, and she kicked soccer balls, and I've never seen it before in my life. And so Grant would try to block the ball. But when I think, <clears throat> I think they were using a, a, a volleyball. Yes, they were. And so the noise that that ball made when it hit the wall oh, yeah. was the same noise. Quite loud. Th- thunder Quite loud. That was the noise yes. that I heard on that bang. Yeah. Yep. And so my initial thought was not, I think I tore something. My initial thought was, Something, you know, a ball just bounced off the wall and hit me in right. the leg. Right. What hit me? Yeah. Right. Because then when I stepped back with that with my right leg, I couldn't I couldn't balance. It was like I was stepping on something. Yep. And that is when I realized something is wrong because yep. then the pain was excruciating. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was in front of Ryan at that point. I hadn't heard a thing. I wasn't paying attention to that. I just like turn around and people are like, Ryan is hurt. And I'm like, what? What's going on? (laughs) And I just turn around and I see him like limping and people are like grabbing his arms. And I'm like, oh, what? What happened? So thanks to thanks to Chippy and Grant for hauling me to the van. But as a testimony to who I am. Carlene, our site director, went upstairs to let Jen know that she was taking me to the emergency room. Yes. And Jen said, no, you're not. Right. (laughs) Jen's like, we've gotten one trip out of the way. We can get two without an ER visit. She she says, I call shenanigans. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, no, I don't believe you. And Carlene's like, well, I'm wearing my coat. So (laughs) bologna sandwich. So then I went to the ER and sat there for three hours, and I got still back don't at know. like three wow. thirty in the morning, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So it happened after ten o'clock. It was late when it happened. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So and, and now you're wearing the the fashionable new Alaskan boot. It is. Yeah, I should have got it autographed. Does yeah. the Does the listening audience know about the COVID fiasco? No, probably not. So, we should tell them about that. So there was uh, one of the, the cool moms. Yes, the cool moms were amazing. Yep. Uh, My but, favorite mom, Tamara. Uh, unfortunately. Got COVID. Unfortunately, yeah. she tested positive for COVID. And so we all tested. And so then as a group bonding activity, we all <laughs> took COVID tests together. So fun. Yep. And then uh, your dad. Yep. Did you hear about what he did to Eli? He, um, so he took, I was there to watch him do this, Ryan. <laughs> so was I. So I got, I can't move. I, <laughs> I got a firsthand experience of this whole thing going down. All right, so let's hear it. My dad, no, my dad, <laughs> my dad took a pen and marked the test line. And if you, if you mark the test line, if you have the test line on the COVID test, that means you're positive. So then he marked it down and Grant went and told Eli and Eli ran, like sprinted <laughs> up the stairs and 
figured out that my dad had drawn it on with pen. Oh, that was nice. Great. Yep, it was good I, times. Um, how I, how long did they keep him going before? That's enough. Well, I, a little bit. Yeah, yeah I, I told him he wouldn't be able to fly home. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know about it. So, like, I wasn't there for that. Mm-hmm. I just came upstairs, and there was just a, a lowly little COVID test with like the line, and I was like, "Who got COVID?" And Ryan, actually, you said Eli. Yeah. And I was like, so fun. So fun. <laughs> and then, like, you guys told me that it was fake. And then, like, Eli came up and Cora was like, do you know? And I was like, yes. And you were starting to laugh. And yeah, I, ha- I had to push you into the other room. Yeah, it was. Poor Eli. He, he wasn't impressed. <laughs> uh, but uh, but it, it, that was fun. Unfortunately, a few of us did get COVID. Now, I had it. Uh, I masked up as we speak. But um, I, I, was, I didn't feel well for like a day and a half. Um, but now I feel fine. Reese and Cora did not have it. Natalie, Gianna, and Ryan got it. Yeah. So. We took COVID tests. We're good. Yeah. Yes. So, We're all good. did you guys know Chuck Norris was <laughs> exposed to COVID 19 and COVID 19 had to go into quarantine for a month? Nice. <laughs> all right. On that note. <laughs> On that note, I think we should wrap this thing up. What do you say? Yes. <laughs> so, which one of, of you guys wants to pray us out? I think you do, Dad. I think, Reese, you got this. <laughs> okay. I don't even know what to say. You're just, you you're just talking to, to Jesus. Do yes, please. Okay. Hi, it's Cora. So, dear Lord, thank you for this absolutely amazing trip. Um, it was so fun, and I connected with so many people that I didn't think I would ever connect with. Um, thank you for showing me how our church doing this work was impacting people, even if it was, even if we were doing little things. Um, thank you for all of the hikes that we did and just the beauty of the nature surrounding us during that trip. Thank you for all of the fellowships that we made on the trip. And thank you for bringing me closer to God. Amen. 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 Thank you, Cora. That's great. All right. So uh, if you're out there listening, of course you are. Otherwise, you wouldn't be hearing this. You can find us every Sunday at 9 a.m. and 1030 a.m. on YouTube, atonement.live or atonementfargo.org for worship services, 9 o'clock tradition or 1030 modern. You can also go to YouTube and make sure you like and subscribe where you can find past episodes of that podcast or church services, messages, Bible studies, all sorts of stuff. You can find it all at the YouTubes, or you can go anywhere you find your favorite podcast to get that podcast. So, were you going to say something? You guys should definitely listen to the um, Modern Service this Sunday, because I'm oh, singing yeah, in it. Oh, yeah, that's right. All right. So, for Pastor DJ Lura, Reese Lura, Cora Melland, and Sarah DeYoung, I'm Ryan Janke. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time on another riveting episode of that. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be here next week, too. Podcast. <laughs>